what up survivors welcome to d180 the horror movie podcast taking you on a ride thanks for linking up with us today i'm aj and i'm johnny and uh it's about that time sis the cookout is coming to a close even though look 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 we both know either people is the type that will show up early to your event aka they got somewhere else to be later (laughs) or (laughs) they showing up late to your event and they don't know when to go home so i'm showing up early or i show up in the middle because i already um especially if it's a family cookout Mm. i'm texting my cousin like hey when you getting there what time you leaving all right bet because you always got that one cousin that you don't want to go to no events without yeah is that b for you yeah oh i love her i love her she Me, already know it depends because i don't have cousins my age you know my nieces and my nephews they're my road dogs so um when it's like my immediate family i really don't mind nine times out of ten the function is at my fa- my family my parents house anyway so it's like where i'm gonna go but <laughs> <laughs> But if it's somebody else's function, it depends on who it is. Like, I got to assess the situation, right? Who is it? Where is this at? How far is this from my house? And that's where we take it. Now, if I show up to your event a few hours after it started, I'm probably going to be there to the end. If I show up on time, baby, I'm leaving. Just know. Okay? (laughs) I got got somewhere else to be. Either that or I'm trying to get home. (laughs) Listen, heavy on that. I'm trying to get home. Look, that's why I was like, either (laughs) way, the point is I'm going home. But speaking of, before we go on, let's tell all the survivors what next month's theme is going to be. Even though, I mean, I'm sure y'all be doing what we ask y'all to do every show. And y'all be going to our Instagram at D180 Podcast to go click on the park themes highlight to see for yourself. Because if you did that then you would know that signups are available for you survivors to register for Camp 180. All July, we're going to be at camp dealing with all types of miscreants and shit. But it'll be fun. I mean, you know, you just can't drink, can't smoke, can't have sex. I mean, you really can't do anything. I mean, just chill and listen to ghost stories and I mean survive, bitch, because... Look, <laughs> yo. So I, I don't know if I told you this, but I really want to do the. Have you ever seen like the adult camps that they've been advertising? Not. Lately. Oh, I thought you was about to say that Camp Crystal Lake thing. I was about to say I want to, but low key, I feel like that would be the time that it would be a real killer, and that would be the movie. But I have not. Heard oh, of so I'm definitely camps. gonna go for their fall dates, the spring sure. dates. Yeah, the spring mm-hmm. dates. I was um always out of town, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm definitely keeping my calendar open for the fall dates because I I want to go. But what I was was getting at was like, you know, they have adult camps now where like you can actually go and drink and have fun and a good time. And it's like, see, they're trying to kill us. For adults. They're trying to kill us. We just said don't drink. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> hey, but I think that would be fun. No, it would. I just wonder, like, is it like the other? Because I've never been to a camp. camp. And I, I guess we can save this conversation for next week but i've been to like summer camps like no i've never camps, been to sleep away camp. like go stay in a cabin in the woods I've never yeah been. no 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 i've been to kids college 
but you know we'll save this conversation for next week um i'm stop playing with y'all <laughs> our last movie for the month as y'all can see in the title is 2001's bones but first park recommendations whoop whoop this week i'm gonna make it super easy i only have one park recommendation it's related to the movie but it's not related to the movie so i've actually named dropped this one i think every show this month maybe if somebody wants to challenge me on that go ahead and go ahead and listen to all the episodes <laughs> from this month and see if i did say it but my recommendation is the horror noir documentary um i think i don't know if you have shutter johnny but if you do definitely watch this documentary it's such a good time I've watched it, I just recently watched it not too long ago, and I know this has to be my fifth time watching it because I was starting to be familiar with some of the lines that people are saying, and it's a documentary, you know, but I really enjoy the deep dive into Black cinema. So for John A and all you survivors out there that have Shudder, you should watch it. Um, I don't think it's available anywhere else. It's a Shudder exclusive, so um, I think that's the only place you can get it. I'll just have to add Shutter to my list. It's not on my list of current uh, streaming platforms. Um. Okay, Shutter is not giving me any money, um, but you could definitely <laughs> tell Shutter to open a person, pass it on a D one eighty. But it's only six dollars a month. It was five, but you know, prices gotta go up. But it's only six dollars a month, and there's so many horror movies on there. It's like older horror movies. Some of them are current deep cut ones girl i'll be on there just having a time they have originals some of the originals we're actually gonna talk about this season on the show I'll, you'll find out what they are later but yeah before we leave park recommendations i actually have to update you i crossed one of the recommendations off the list Ooh, what did you watch jennifer's body <gasps> did you like it i did <laughs> It so, was a pause. I was like, oh, maybe you didn't like it down. <laughs> Shout out to A Nightmare on Fear Street. They had a watch party last week for Shahari's birthday. And hey, Shahari. And so I watched it with them and I enjoyed it. It was also Trent's first time watching. Yeah, I was Jennifer's about to body say as well. I was about to say, I don't know if you um if any of you survivors out there listen to their show, but Shahari and Trent are fucking hilarious. I just recently listened to their Ease Bayou episode and I was in stitches. Even the Ginger Snap episode had me in stitches as well. So I definitely think you guys should give their podcast a listen. But how did you enjoy the watch party? So for the future, I feel like I'm going to actually have to watch whatever the movie is before the watch party because I mm -hmm. get distracted. So it's like I'm trying to watch the movie, but also trying to listen to what everyone is saying. Mm -hmm. So I had to turn on the captions. And you know, I don't like watching the movies with captions. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. Exactly what you said. I do notice with most of the watch parties. And for you guys that don't know, these are happening on Clubhouse. Sometimes we dabble in Nightmare on Fear Street's watch party. Girl That's Scary has watch parties. And also Afro Horror does a lot of watch parties as well. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, sometimes it is a little bit tough because you want to be present and see what everybody's reactions are to certain scenes, but at the same time, you're trying to watch it. So I feel the same as you. If I haven't seen the movie before, I'll literally have to just turn everybody down 
Okay. Yeah. I turned I like it all wanted. the way down. Yeah. But then it's like, even on Clubhouse, even when you turn the volume down, you can still hear everybody. I'm right. like, what type of supernatural volume is this? Did Bones take over my phone? Like, what's happening? Y'all got super mics, okay? Okay. Um, I finished. I told you I finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier, didn't I? Yes. So we started the first episode of Loki because obviously it's not the next Wednesday, so we can't watch the next one. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, you already know I was going to be down. I like Loki. I'm so excited. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, are they going to make him? Is he going to be an anti-hero or is he still about to be bad as hell? I, I don't like know. So, okay. So in the comics, there's a female Loki. And I'm trying to figure out if it's the female Loki who's the shadow figure Mm -hmm. or if it's actually him. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't even remember what installment this is, but one of my favorite um, teen horror actresses, Catherine Newton, she was in Paranormal Activity 4 and Freaky. She's going to be in one of these movies, one of these Marvel movies. I don't know which one I forgot that quick. I thought I wrote it down, I did not. But I am so excited because that girl, I just love her. She's so adorable. She was so good and freaky. You still gotta see that one. She was so good. Yeah, I still gotta see it. But I'm a fan of Catherine Newton. I'm excited to see what she's gonna do. And then BJ showed me some, it's like a 10 minute video. And excuse me, my Marvel heads out there, if I don't know people's names and things and blah, blah, blah. But the man was telling you like all the releases. But the thing is, I don't know how old this video was because he's, I think it's older because he started off with WandaVision and all of that. Because at this point, um, WandaVision is out. Yep. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're on Loki right now. Yep. And I want to say some of the dates for some of the things were off. So I'm assuming this had to be before COVID maybe. I don't freaking know. I'll show y'all what I'm talking about later. But that's when he brought it up saying that Catherine Newton was going to be in one of these movies. And we follow her on our IG. And she had posted this picture. She was like, if y'all just know the call that I just got. And I was like... I feel like I know what you're talking about. But she just posted a picture of her at Avengers Camp. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait, girl. You about to get that Marvel money. You about to be sad, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like I can't Lorraine, wait. Not her name ain't Lorraine, but Vera Farmiga. She about to get that Marvel money. I'm like, bitch, you got Conjuring money. You got Marvel money. Your sister got Conjuring money. Because listen, this the way these movies and new shows are coming out, I'm just excited to see how Loki um, advances that multiverse. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of multiverse, Doctor Strange is supposed to be a horror movie. And I'm like, give it a to horror me. Movie? <laughs> yes, a horror movie. Bruh, because you know, or I love Doctor Strange. Movie. I love yeah. Doctor Strange. You already know that's up my alley. And then you know my cookie Wanda is in it. Yeah, you know I love she, Wanda. Wanda, she got some, some things going on. First of all, I'm just going to say this. Wanda is the baddest. Okay, Wanda and Vision are the baddest in the Marvel family. Argue with your daddy. <laughs> okay. But I do have one more movie to mention. Mm-hmm. 
so it's not Marvel related. It's taking it back to horror. I watched the autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, did you like it? Did you like it? What was the setting? How did you watch it? Because I feel like that might be a setting movie. You know how I always be telling you whenever I watch whatever horror movie, I have to give myself the ultimate setting so I can get the full effect since I'm not in the theater. Um, so the lights weren't off. (laughs) I don't watch anything with the lights off. Maybe that's my issue, but I don't watch Yes, girl, what? Ma'am. I don't. (laughs) No, let me tell you. Okay, so first of all, we got a big TV. My boyfriend in his industry, we all about sound in this house. So, you know, our speakers go hammer, bammer, bammer, bammer. Um, we be good on a movie tip. It's dark where that TV is. Because when, when we watched The Conjuring a few weeks ago, whenever that happened, it was like a theater experience. Now, the only, it is some movies that are coming out that I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. I have to see this in the theater. But um, when, was I living here when that came out? Because if I, did that come out in 2016? I think so. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure BJ's parents have a theater room. And baby, I was getting my life in that theater room. I was watching all the (laughs) horror movies because, look, listen, thank y'all, Papa and Mama Alexander, for your efforts for um, making me as comfortable as possible in that theater room because, baby, yes, I was loving my life. (laughs) Now, so when I was um, at my boyfriend's house, we'll watch movies with the lights off. So... Like everything he watches with the lights off, but here I don't watch movies with lights off. Now at my parents' house, give yourself that expedience. Me and Caleb, we would watch uh, the movies with the lights off because Caleb was always like, "Can we turn lights off? Can we turn lights off?" So everything I watched with him, unless it was in the daytime, was with the lights off. You got to. That's probably like, look, now we're going to make you watch all the movies we covered <laughs> over that you gave low scores in the dark. Now I'm just playing because you didn't see them, but it don't matter. I'm kidding. But yeah. So I, it's not like it's super bright in here. I do turn off the light that's like right on top of the TV so mm-hmm. that, you know, like the. No glare. Yeah. And so it's like the TV area is dark, but behind me, there's like. I remember the first time I watched that movie. I'm pretty sure I had to be in a theater room, like I said, but it got me. I said, yeah, no. See, that's what y'all get. I'm not going to, we're not going to go into it just in case one of y'all out here ain't seen it yet. But I, but I was so like, I, that's what y'all get. I really liked it. And it just gave me that vibe of like older horror movies. Mm-hmm. A I, lot of suspense, I, a lot of tension. Yeah, I just went, I just wish like certain parts they expanded more on mm-hmm. but overall i liked it i'm happy i really i did enjoy that movie and i think it's pretty rewatchable in my opinion but you know me i sit here and rewatch horror movies for no goddamn reason <laughs> place, so mm. <laughs> speaking of let's talk about bones uh this movie for me this was something i will always see the cover and i just assumed that it was going to be like Cause I saw Snoop's face on it. So I was like, okay, rapper in a horror movie. Y'all already know the stigma that comes with that. And I thought it was going to be exactly that. But then I saw something on YouTube, maybe like a year or two ago. And it was kind of saying like, I can't remember. It was like one of those Watch Mojo countdowns, but Bones had appeared on it. And I was like, okay, well, let me give this a chance. And it was decent in my opinion. I wasn't let down from my expectations. What about you? 
So actually, I'm surprised that I have never heard of this movie before you brought it up. Because mm. once I watched the trailer, which we'll talk about later, I was like, why didn't I never hear of this? I mean, like, once you see the cast, and I mean... That's what I I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I'm why didn't I never ahead. hear of this? I'm going to go ahead and just talk about them now. Like, you got Snoop Dogg, obviously, Jimmy Bones. We don't really need to even run down his checklist, but... Y'all just need to know I don't play about that one. That's my uncle in my head in real life. <laughs> I met him. He's so tall. Like, he looked tall on TV. But in person, my five, I don't know if I'm 5'2 or 5'3. I have no idea. But he's tall. Okay. Very nice. Very chill. A legend. I was about to just, I was sitting here thinking, like, I really met him. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got Pam Greer as Pearl. Um, yeah, another legend. A legend, yes. Foxy Brown, Coffee, Jackie. But can Brown. we talk? Can we just talk about how she looked as good as Snoop in this, and they're twenty-two year age difference. Listen, in the flashbacks and present day. Hello. <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's what happens when you mind your business and stay unproblematic. Okay. Even um, cause she's in. You've seen Jawbreaker before. I'm pretty sure that I have. You probably have. She's in that movie. And I'm just like, girl, like, just a legend. Flowers. There you go. Clifton Powell as Jeremiah Pete, a.k.a. I know him the most as Pinky. Pinky. <laughs> and Fry. <laughs> That's how I know him the most. And for some of this movie, I was definitely getting Pinky vibes. Ray, which he got an award for. House Party, Rush Hour, Selma Lord, Selma. Ricky Harris, rest in peace. Oh, my goodness. He plays Eddie Mack. Y'all know him as Malvo from Everybody Hates Chris, or you probably know him from This Christmas. Him and Snoop been partners for a long time. Bianca, I don't age Lawson <laughs> as Cynthia. And <laughs> I'm going to stop y'all right there. Y'all not about to reduce her to Beyonce stepsister. Y'all going to respect her today, okay? Hello. She had a life before Beyonce. Very much so. But yo, every time I see Bianca, she she reminds me of my cousin. B? Yes. They do favor. And I keep telling her that. She's like, I don't think we look alike. Girl, y'all do. I can, I can see the favor. I see it. So I can see her saying they don't look alike, but I see what you're saying too. But y'all know her from anytime you need a teenager, her. <laughs> PLL, <laughs> Buffy, Vampire Diaries, a sister, sister, save the last, first of all, save the last dance. That scene, she was like, let me show this white girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Queen Sugar, like another legend. Khalil Kane, that's Patrick Pete, that's Darnell. And I'm probably going to call him Darnell throughout this damn podcast. So just be ready. Just know Man, I'm talking about I met him, him a couple of years ago. He looked good. And that's I all I'm not say. going to argue with that on there. He looks good. <laughs> Y'all probably also know him from Juice and Love Jones. Then, um, I mean, even the rest of the cast, like Merwin Montessier that plays Bill. He was Todd. in 17 again. Yes. Fucking right Todd. <laughs> Motherfucking Todd. Uh, <laughs> and you get um, Sean Unsing as Maurice. He's in Disturbing Behavior. He's also an American Mary alongside Catherine Isabel. I love Catherine Isabel. 
Tia Pete. She's, like I just said, American Mary, the Ginger Snaps franchise. Freddie versus freaking Jason. She's in the 2002 Carrie. She was even, Johnny, and this is a throwback. She was in Snow Day. Snow Day. I do remember that. Girl, let me tell you something. Snow Day has a very special place in my head for two reasons. And really not. It's really for one reason. But, uh... I fucking hate baloney. I don't do baloney. But do you remember when they taught you how to make a snowflake out of baloney? I made no. my mom buy me a pack of baloney just so I can bite holes in the baloney and make a damn snowflake. Oh wait, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. The oh, only man. time. Like what, girl? The power Nickelodeon had on us as kids. <laughs> and then if you even recently, she was also in um, the order on Mm -hmm. netflix and i watched that with my brothers like those that's one of the only series that all three of us watch together so isn't she just great yeah she is i just love her you got michael t weiss as uh lou lupovich he's in the pretender i'm not really i'm not really familiar excuse me with him but he's in the pretender and uh i have a few words about his character a little later but (laughs) (laughs) um the only a few more people I want to mention is Ronald Selmore as Shotgun. He was in Holiday Heart, Tron, and Blade Trinity. Linda Boyd as Nancy Pete, which is the wife, is Mrs. Carpenter from Final Destination 2. I was like, I kept looking at her. I'm like, I know you. <laughs> Why do I know you? And then I realized who you were. And Primo the dog as Bones. I'm like, oh, I'm such a good pup. But... Before I go too far, I'm going to circle back and talk about our director because we've named out this director, I think, in every episode <laughs> this month. And I told y'all last week, I was like, yeah, I really didn't even realize how his name ran up in these streets. But we got Ernest Dickerson. So when he created this movie, he was going for like a black exploitation film, but also, you know, bringing it to the 2000s making a commentary on what the drugs did to the black community, right? And now, let me tell you something. This movie was supposed to be longer than what it is. It's only 96 minutes, so it's really tight. But there were so many scenes that got cut from this movie. So like, for example, Bones and Pearl, they had a lot more scenes that kind of would have showed you their relationship. There were other scenes that I feel like would have made the movie, I mean, I like the movie, so. I know it was a lot of people out there just like really judging this movie. And y'all know me, I love a challenge. So I'm about to be lighting y'all up with facts throughout this whole movie, but I digress. New Line Cinema, who distributed this movie, actually distributed Town and Country and Little Nicky. Both of those movies bombed. They did terrible. So when it was time for Bones to come out, What they did was they took over control from Mr. Dickerson and cut it to how they wanted it to be. And they made it what we see today. And then these Nignogs only marketed to the Black audience, which was messed up and stupid because, um, well, one, it wasn't what the director wanted. Two, um, did y'all not know that the white kids like Snoop Dogg too? Especially in 2001. Exactly. He had so, major uh, crossover appeal by that point. Mm-hmm. So um, y'all fumbled the bag. 
And uh, I'm just like, I'm going to stand on the hill that this is New Line Cinema's fault, even though, even though New Line Cinema is the house that Freddie built. And I'm going to forever be grateful for that. Not the house that Freddie built. <laughs> it is. And I'm going to hold that coming because I know you don't know. But whenever we cover Nightmare on Elm Street, trust me, baby, we're going to be here all night. So get your sleeping bag because I will go on and on and on about Frederick Charles Kruger. Okay. <laughs> but um, I'm going to keep this short. Y'all need to release the Ernest Dickerson cut, you uncultured swines. I hate that y'all did that because even um, watching the movie as is, I can tell what he was trying to do and watching the deleted scenes as well. Like you get so much insight for what this could have been. Um, you know, I'm an effects girl, so I gotta talk about the effects real quick. Tony motherfucking Gardner, you did that. I know it was another effects designer, but I'm familiar with Tony Gardner. He's actually, you seen Cedar Chucky? Yes. He's the dude that get decapitated by Tiffany and Chucky. <laughs> But he's an effects designer on that movie, too. And when I seen him in the behind the scenes stuff, I was like, you know that Leonardo DiCaprio meme when he'd be pointing at the TV and smacking? I mean, sniffing <laughs> yeah. his hands. That was me. I was like, I know him. I know him. <laughs> but uh, the part where Bill is in the bedroom and the city of the dead wall appears behind him. Yeah. That effect looks so good. And let me tell y'all why. They kept it simple. Y'all know we talked about how Ernest Dickerson did in Death by Temptation with Kay's death with the TV and it was all rubber, just like a nightmare on Elm Street. So what they did with this one, they literally made it like it was a theater. So they had the wall and all they had to do was just have a projector. And when the light went down, it revealed what was behind the wall, which was the city of the dead, which was also a practical effect. Some of it, was wax work, I think is what they said. Most of it was actual people, like contortionists that was like, contortionists that were skilled in mining, I believe, that were like just covered in tar. And it looked so good. No CG, but there is, there is a CG effect in this movie and I'm gonna get in that ass when we get to it because I hated it. But that was the only one, everything else looked good. <laughs> So um, I'm gonna get off my little soapbox. Are you ready to go to the queue line? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines. Cause this here's a wild ride. All right, ma'am, I'm gonna let you choose your fate because I like to induce anxiety <laughs> for no reason. You know me. I like to play with people's heads. So I'm not going to even tell you. All you have to do is say one or two. <laughs> what? Pick one. <laughs> one or two. Two. They're like okay. even numbers. So since you picked two, you have to eat through this A to Z buffet, and I will tell you the dog breed you are on the inside. What? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Jimmy Bones, once he was killed, his spirit lived on through a dog. So now we're going to see our inner dog, and I'll tell you mine at the end. Okay. Kay. All right. A, apples, anchovies. 
Avocados or almonds? Avocados. I picked that too. <laughs> B, bacon, 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 berries, bread, or Boston cream pie? Berries. I picked that too. <laughs> if we get the same dog, I'm going <laughs> to laugh. C, oh no, you're not going to pick what I picked. C, chocolate, cheese, coffee, or calamari? Because the show ain't chocolate. It's not. <laughs> but coffee, cheese, calamari. I'm going to go with coffee. Okay. D, donuts, dumplings, duck, or dates? Donuts. Me too. E, eclairs, eggs, empanadas, or enchiladas? These damn enchiladas. Eggs. Me too. F. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. No, oh my God. Fried fish. <laughs> fried fish. Fried chicken. French onion soup. It was only three? And fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm going to go with that fried fish. Okay. G. Garlic bread. Grapes, gingerbread cookies, or granola? Ooh. What was the first one? Garlic bread. Oh, this is so hard. Oh, my God, this is so hard. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Gotta pick a G word, Johnny. Ah! I'm gonna go garlic bread. Okay. That was so hard. <laughs> H, ham and cheese sandwich, hazelnut ice cream, hamburger, or hot dog? What? That was all the H's they gave me, boo. You could probably tell which one I picked. So I'm going to pick choices. the ham and cheese sandwich and just take the ham off. <laughs> I picked the hazelnut ice cream, even though I know it would come with repercussions, but whatever. I, ice cream, instant noodles, ice pops, or iced coffee? Ice cream, duh. I picked ice pops. <laughs> J, jam and toast, jelly beans, jello, or jalapenos? I'm going to go with jam and toast. K, kiwi, Korean chicken, kilan pie, or kebabs? I'm going to go with Korean chicken. L, lasagna, lamb chops, lemonade, no Beyonce, or lobster? Whoo, I'm going to go with lemonade. Because I only like lobster tails, so I'm just going to go with lemonade. <laughs> M meatballs McDonald's or as a lot of our mamas say McDonald's I don't know why they insist on adding that A mac and cheese <laughs> or macarons mac and cheese N nan which is, is bread Nutella nachos or noodles nachos me too 
Speaking of nachos, we gotta go to Nacho Daddy when we in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Well, actually, I mean, by the time this episode job will currently be there, but yes. This is true. <laughs> oh, oatmeal, oysters, Oreos, or orange juice? Orange juice. P, pasta, pastries, potato chips, or popcorn? Oh, this is hard. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> I'm going to go with popcorn. It's light and airy. Q, quiche, quesadillas, a quarter pounder, Jesus, or quinoa. <laughs> Go with quiche. <laughs> R, raspberries, ratatouille, hold the mouse, roast, and red velvet cake. Ooh, we going with that red velvet, baby. <laughs> S, sushi, sausages, salad or salad, or Snickers. You said sushi. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> sushi, sausage, salad, Snickers, sushi. Tea, tacos, tamales, tea, tea, or tarts. You said tacos. Mm-hmm. We won't go with tacos. Always. You. Udon noodles, ubi ice cream, ugloo pie, or unglazed donuts? I'll go with the unglazed donut. V, vanilla ice cream, veggies, veal, or venison? Ew. I know. <laughs> um, I'll go with veggies. I'm like, that is not for me. <laughs> W, watermelon, waffles, wraps, or walnuts? I'm going to go with the watermelon. And yes, I said it the way I said it. Don't come for me. <laughs> X, Xavier soup, Xavier steak. Um, I don't know, but I don't think you would eat it because it looks very creamy. I don't think you would eat that. I don't know. Xavier steak, Zenocostel, which is a fig, or Zigua, which is a melon. I don't know what any of these things are. Well, the last two is the fig, and the other is a melon. I'll go with the melon. Can't go I wrong figured. with the melon. <laughs> Why? Yogurt, yam fries, Yorkshire pudding, or yellow bell peppers? I'm mad that they call it yam fries. Well, they couldn't say sweet potato pies. They needed another Y. <laughs> but yam fries. <laughs> I'm going to go with yam fries. That's so <laughs> weird. Z. Zoodles. ZT, which is a pasta. Zesty muffins or zucchini fritters. Um, I'm going to go with ZD. 
You are a golden retriever. You're just so wholesome. No one can ever say a bad thing about you. Everyone can always count on your help and trust your word on something. You're so friendly that you seem to make connections with people wherever you go. No, this is so true now. Yo, I got Dalmatian. And I thought that was pretty on brand for myself. It says it's very energetic and very loyal and just wants to have a good time. I say, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds all mm-hmm. right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, while we figured out our inner dog, y'all can catch us while we get on this ride because we're going to take one on 2001's Bones. Supernatural Uh, you know what? This trailer, I mess with it. I liked it. It That's don't why... do too much. It's not too little. It's good in my book. What were you saying? But see, that's why I was confused as to why I had never seen, like, heard of this movie. Because mm-hmm. based off the trailer, I probably would have watched it if I had heard about it. Yeah, I mean, when this came out, this was Halloween, so you weren't eight yet, but I was eight. Yeah. Or no, was I none? None. I, Aaliyah passed when I was eight. Yeah. So I was none. You wasn't none yet, but I was. So, I mean, we were still a little young to watch the movie, but even then in passing time, you would think that we probably would have seen this like in college or right. a party or Never something. Never heard of it. Right? Uh-uh. Because I sure ain't watched this until quarantine. And I was like, dang, like, this is nice. Like, I like this. So- <laughs> and especially because of the cast. I'm like, just based off the cast alone, you would have thought right. that I would have heard about it. I told you this was New Line's fault. And we and we black. How they how we missed this marketing? Well, first of all, we were <laughs> eight and nine, but still. <laughs> I mean, you would have seen it at some point. At some point. But you know what? My roommate in college, hey Heather. Um, 
I know this is one of her joints. Like one thing when we were roommates, she was always putting me on to all the cinemas. Like I know I watched Juice for the first time with her. See, and that was me watching Juice for the first time at my sophomore year in college. Shout out to you, Lionel. Hey. (laughs) But she always, her mama will always send her DVDs and we would just always watch all these movies. But yeah, um, this movie starts late in the midnight hour. Don't ask me why, but lately that's (laughs) been a thing with me. Like, I will be like, so I couldn't sleep late night in the midnight hour. Like, it's been a thing for like a week for me to just sing that phrase. And it's been very natural. That's a bop, though. I think I'm going to keep it. Yeah. (laughs) But because last week, look, last week I almost closed out the episode with uh, um, May His Peace Be With You Till We Meet Again. Because it was like the ending part of... uh, (laughs) What his uh, monologue at the end of Death by Temptation, mm-hmm. when he said peace at the end, I was like, oh, shoot, may his peace be with you. <laughs> you should have did it. I had a cute <laughs> up and all. <laughs> Shotgun runs to safety while being chased by a black dog with piercing red eyes. Once he's inside of his home, he shoots at the pup, rude. Despite him hitting him, it doesn't phase the pup at all. A few blocks over, two white males, Jason and Palmer, pull up and, of course, they listen in Eminem. <laughs> um, so when I watched this, not for the first time, but for the podcast for the first time, BJ watched it with me. And when Weez and Stank, which are the two guys that Jason and Palmer are meeting up with, they doing a meet up, y'all. When they came on the screen, BJ was like, is this nigga braids backwards? And I looked. Yo. <laughs> they are. I was like, okay, that's new. That's different. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but Weez and Stank send the two around the corner to the old brownstone building to do they pick up. Now, listen. Y'all know I'm always putting y'all on, so... If y'all ever meet up with somebody and they send you off somewhere, baby, just go home. Get back in the car and go home. Why? First of all, what pissed me off was the fact that you just going to give your money and not even. You don't even got the product yet, sir. Like, y'all new here. Y'all are really new here. Why? And and on top of that, why would they ever send you directly to the plug unless they know you Exactly. Baby, that's not how that works. Once they're inside and they get the shit, they hear their car alarm <laughs> going. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Clarence Williams. That's going to forever be funny. And I think I'm going to forever call it that now because that's funny. <laughs> but soon they hear their car alarm going off, right? But as they run out the building, the police round the corner and they go back in the building. Lupovich, working with his partner, calls off the search, claiming that no one could possibly be in there, despite y'all blatantly saw them run in that building. Y'all know it's two people in that building. What are you talking about? But the reason he says that is because he has a connection to this house. Hmm. Something's up. I guess we're going to find out later. Jason and Palmer, for whatever reason, continue to keep walking through this abandoned building only to be attacked by the same dog from earlier. 
finally getting smart and leaving, they're ran out by an apparition. Thinking they evaded danger, Jason is suddenly yanked inside as blood begins to splash all over Palmer. Once he tries to escape, he's dragged as he claws the ground to save himself to no avail. Baby, I don't know what it is, but something about me seeing people claw on floorboards just... I'm just like skin, bro. Uh, yeah, I just don't like it. Like, I can feel the underparts of my nails just, mm-mm. But then, like, how, this always tripped me out. How hard do you have to be digging your hands into something for you to create claw marks? Hella hard. Like, I don't think I've, life. right, <laughs> I don't think I've ever gripped anything that hard in my life. Um, No. You know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta account my nails are long, naturally. So I know I've scratched a few, like, obviously my skin or other people, but I'm trying to think. Like, and it's like, I'm crazy because I'm looking at this wall and I'm tempted to scratch it just to see if I leave a mark, but I'm not gonna do uh, that. (laughs) Just thinking about the sound that that would probably make, just make my skin crawl. Oh, girl, I got a movie that will piss you off. It's one of the nightmare movies. If y'all know, y'all know. But, but oh, Freddie a dick for that. But that's neither here nor there. I feel like I done brought up Freddie like four times already. <laughs> and I'm going to bring him up again. But it's a good point, guys. Just stay with me. But anyway, <laughs> whole time that all of this is happening, Shotgun, who already warned them little white boys, Watches in terror, clutching his cross. It's probably a rosary, guys, but I just didn't want to say that it was. But yes. And he recites Revelations 22.15. Outside, there are dogs who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the adulterers, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. That's not his exact line, but that's the verse. So you already know what we in for. He told him to not go in there. He told them niggas. You know what? A lot I of this told movie. You niggas. I told, I told you, you niggas. <laughs> a lot of this movie is people fucking around and finding out. It's the scientific method. You gotta post that. That <laughs> I got you. So um <laughs> taking it back to 1979, aka the year God gave us Aliyah. <laughs> I'm going to quit playing. I'm stop being good. Y'all know I'm silly. I quit. Okay. (laughs) During the opening credits, we get a glimpse of the older neighborhood filled with beautiful Black people of all kinds. Jimmy Bones, a well-respected and loved numbers runner and protector of his community, can be compared to, in my opinion, when I saw him the first time I watched this movie. Not the first time I watched this movie. Uh recently watched it i i was just like if this had a remake i would love to see nipsey in it i know he isn't here but that would have fit him so well that would have been such a lit ass movie yeah but rest in peace neighborhood little kids but remember earlier when i said there were more scenes between uh pearl and jimmy yeah you can even see that one of them was supposed to go here. If you really pay attention, it's a part where he walks up on her and she's holding a melon. That was supposed to be a whole scene. And I was just like, I would have enjoyed that a lot more than this long extended opening credit scene that y'all give us. It don't really <laughs> bother me, but cause you know, we get a progression of the city. We see that, you know, what was once this beautiful place 
started getting introduced to drugs and murder and all types of other stuff. And now it's a shithole. And it is what it is today. It's a shithole. All right. So now present day, one more nitpick. Sometimes I wish movies didn't do that because it kind of dates the movie. Like, you know, like just say 2001. There's nothing wrong with saying 2001 because House of Wax, the remake that we talked about, y'all can go back and stream that episode if you're interested or not. I can't tell you what to do, but it does that too. Like it says present day, but baby, that movie feel every bit of 2005. (laughs) And this movie, some parts of it felt early 2000s. Mm-hmm. you can like first of all you can okay i'll leave it alone we'll come back <laughs> so patrick along with his brother bill their white stepsister tia and their friend maurice pull up to the brownstone building they just acquired the property and are preparing to renovate it as a nightclub called ilbian to promote bill and maurice aka the resurrection brothers Exploring the rundown place, Patrick mentions the history of the building that's been empty since its last owner, Jimmy Bones. The crew try to jog their memory with the song associated with the slain community hero. But um, let me tell you something. I like this scene because, you know, sometimes when people remember stuff, either like they you can tell they trying to like act like they remembering it. But I genuinely (laughs) believed that they like, oh, this was an old playground song that we used to sing in the sandbox. And I kind of don't remember it, but I kind of remember something about it. I kind of like that part. I also don't understand why people choose to renovate condemned spaces. Like, like why? it clearly, why do do that? them cobwebs are as big as shit. And you want to yep. sit up here and clean up? Baby, them rats was big as shit. I would have exactly. been out as soon as I seen that first one. Like, baby, what are you doing? But also, I liked Bill's idea. They definitely should have cashed in on the whole Jimmy Bone scene. Baby, I would have named that club the Pound, the Boneyard, the something. Like, I think you, like, you do better business-wise when you capitalize off of the history off of a place, of yeah. a place versus mm-hmm. just like making something totally different. Right. So exploring the rest of the building. Wait, no, rewind. When y'all first walked in there, y'all knew damn well that that little mouth was not no animal. Y'all know what human teeth look like. They were just trying to uh, keep her from freaking out. (laughs) Mm -mm. Just how they tried to play a homegirl to the left in Hell House. Yeah, I'm like, see, y'all gonna stop playing with women. Y'all be thinking we dumb. (laughs) Because if y'all had to listen to her, y'all would have been like, oh, yeah. Maybe we should do something about that. It's another time, but I'll get back to that. So. Walking through the rest of the building, Patrick makes this joke. I don't know if it was intended to be made as a joke, but it made me giggle when he turns on the furnace and then, you know, it knocks and he goes, please don't bust. I can't afford that. Hey, that's real. I started laughing. I'm glad you laughed too, because I was dead. Me and BJ both looked at each other. And I was like, either we just got dirty minds or that was really supposed to be written that way. And now that you tell me you laughed, I'm convinced it was supposed to be written that way. Oh, (laughs) I mean, I wasn't thinking about it in like a dirty way, but I was like, shoot, you done already stuck, sunk all your money into this condemned building. And then you have to have plumbing issues too. Mm -mm, No, I was thinking that the other way. (laughs) Cause yeah, I, know. See, I'm a whole adult over here. I'm... (laughs) 
a wholesome adult thinking about bills and house renovations. I watch too much HGTV. Okay. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Maurice is experiencing drug abuse in which I agree because there's nothing worse than having you a nice little piece and no damn lighter. That is the a horror story. Okay. That's the real horror. (laughs) But anyway, Tia finds the same dog that we met from the opening startled she offers him her burger but you want a burger eat a burger okay oh my god (laughs) we're just gonna keep doing this all show i can sense this now because we just been on one i don't know what's in the water today but we've really been on one and are you sure you're drinking water yeah I'm dead serious. But you don't act like I don't act like this. Is regular, <laughs> this you know, this be regular me. Right. I'm always coming with an ad lib or a reference. Like, I can't help it. I'll be trying. <laughs> but as she starts to feed the dog, Jimmy, who's down buried in the basement, is slowly resurrected. Because if you didn't know or you hadn't seen Lil Bow Wow's video for Bow Wow, that's my name. This is Jimmy as the dog, and he'll take other forms later. He's a shapeshifter, guys. That video was a time. If you wasn't a young kid when Bow Wow Romeo was doing their thing, I'm sorry. Deciding to keep the dog, the crew heads out as Shotgun warns them against staying in the building and to abandon that damn demon dog. Another warning comes when Pearl, a psychic, warns them from feeding the dog because it'll only make things worse as she rushes herself and her daughter Cynthia away from the scene. Patrick and Maurice tell them about their new plays, obviously trying to hit on Cynthia, but Pearl, she ain't with that shit. She ain't trying to hear it. She's trying to move along. (laughs) But they inform her, you know, we finna be neighbors. It's all good. What's up with this neighborhood love, whatever. And their intentions with the old brownstone building. But Pearl, she still ain't with it. No, it's it's not a go. Sometime later, Weez and Stank roll up on Eddie Mac, the pusher who swiftly cusses them out for, one, messing up his pool game, two, being messy about their mission last night with the two white boys, because apparently everybody can hear them screaming all through the block, and, and, Weezer and Stank stole a viper, and got it parked outside the building, like, niggas ain't looking <laughs> for it, like, what are doing they're amateurs they are right. fucking amateurs like hot oh my god i would have fired them like he you messing up to. the operation you, you just you messing up the money when you it was only because he knew his mama mamas be saving y'all from getting in hello hello trouble okay <laughs> so pulling into the suburbs jeremiah and the crew the crew's father besides maurice of course, they mentioned earlier that, you know, you know, dad ain't gonna like this dog, right? So with them having the dog and him hearing the name of the dog triggers a flashback for Jeremiah, revealing to us that he and Jimmy were once partners. And um, Jeremiah was a bit jealous of Jimmy. And Jeremiah is actually the one who sets up this meeting that we'll get into a little bit later. Officer Lupovich visits Eddie Mac asking if he's responsible for the two mentioned boys that got killed earlier and to drop off some work to her. This this nigga a crooked cop, y'all, if y'all didn't pick that up. His role is to basically bust everybody else but Eddie Mac, basically making Eddie Mac a kingpin of sorts. And uh, since he's doing all this heavy work, 
I thought he was trying to make a pass at Snowflake. I'm like, you going to do that right in front of him <laughs> for a job well done? But what actually it turns out to be, he's asking for a little more cash off the top. And I'm mad that she pulled the money out of her vagina. I mean, where else was she going to keep it? Them titties was little. I mean, she on a sports bra. It could fit. It would have been a lump. <laughs> <laughs> we would have sunk it. <laughs> she could have she could have folded it versus rolled it. <laughs> yeah, good point. She probably could have laid nasty. it flat and it would have blended in too. I'm sorry. Hello? That was mean. I'm sorry. That was mean. That nasty ass <laughs> sniffing it when it came out her vagina. She could have been sweating. I, I guess that's what he wanted. He's a creep. I'm going to get on him later because he is a creep. But also, his prosthetics were terrible. <laughs> and I didn't notice it in this scene. But later on, when he shows up on somebody's doorstep, mm-hmm. and it was just his only his face in the screen, yeah. I was like, my God. Yeah. This so, is giving botched Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> what Nay's talking about is if you guys don't know what they did, they did the opposite for Lupovich's character versus everybody else, right? So how everybody looked regular in the opening scene. Or actually, no, everybody had makeup in the opening scene. And now pretty much in the present day, everybody's pretty much themselves. He was the opposite. He was himself back in the days. And then they added, if you guys, it's actually the same person that did uh, Tim Curry's makeup in the Santa Claus. It's the same makeup from that. And they put that on his face to make him look older. And I do have to admit that sometimes you can tell like it just I don't know it's something about it I don't know if it's the pores I don't know it's something so about it's it. it's right underneath the eye like if you're yeah. looking, it's right underneath the eye you can tell on like the right side of his face so if we're looking at him it's his it's the left his side left. But, mm-hmm. but yeah so it's his it's well it's his right or left that one eye oh mm-hmm. my god it was like right around like you know where your bags are your your under eye bags are yeah. it was looking a little weird and then how it goes off to the side of his face it was like okay this is clearly stuck on his face mm-hmm. and then it was like some parts were puffier than the other because you know mostly when people get older if you got a puffy face it kind of is all puffed and not like mm-hmm. blotchy puff like this one little part of my cheek by my chin is puffy but then my cheekbone isn't nah mm-hmm. he had a lumpy face <laughs> and it was weird so i was like in this scene you can't really see it mm-hmm. but when he stood on that doorstep later on in the movie you can really you see can it. tell yeah no i'm not gonna stunt you know i'm an effects person but i definitely did clock that but i was just gonna let him live <laughs> no nah, it was so. bothering me i had it to- <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like Petty, so I never care. I'm always for it. Eddie also brings up that the Brownstone building had been sold, obviously to Lupovich's surprise, prompting him to do a pop-up at the Pete's residence, you know, over back in the suburb. Um, Just as, what impeccable timing, right? Just as a news reporter mentions Jason and Palmer's murder and Jeremiah on brand as ever, blames the victims for being somewhere they shouldn't despite that being his old hood and obviously y'all already see how this playing now niggas didn't get up out the hood and forget the hood it's an old tale after Lupovich digs at Jaybird, that's Jeremiah, oh, that's his old hood name, y'all, <laughs> for being the ringleader of the Rainbow Coalition, he inquires about why Jeremiah sold the building. And remember, I didn't say this earlier, 
But if y'all watch the movie, y'all already know the daddy don't even know they bought this building because even before when they turned the channel, Bill was about to let the cat out the bag until Patrick popped him with some paper. But, you know, it's all under hush right now. Shh, shh, shh. So this is where I guess I'm going to say, why the fuck are you looking at this child's boobs? Yeah, he's a fucking creep. And first of all, Jeremiah, you should have smacked the fuck out of him. That's your daughter. My daddy would have killed somebody, okay? With no issue. Do better, all of y'all. And this is when I noticed that his prosthetics was trash. Yeah. Patrick setting up the outside of the building comes across Cynthia again. She puts him on to her mother's warning of the world's parallels, how one is where we are and the other known as the city of the dead. The wall between the two worlds can be broken if something really bad happens. So we get a taste of this city in the next scene where Bill, alone in his room, is spooked when he feels the hands of the dead residents. Y'all remember that wall I was talking about earlier? This is where it happens. It's surrounding him along with Jimmy's spirit projecting off of the ceiling mirror. That's why you don't put mirrors in your room? Yes. <laughs> But yeah, they um, I was like, John, they probably like, see, see. <laughs> and so I was going to mention that in Bride of Chucky, but I did it. But yeah, you don't, you're not supposed to put mirrors in your room because spirits come out the mirrors at night. So they, they totally be all up in my room. That's why I be having insomnia. Probably. See, cover your mirrors when you go to sleep. Oh it's my God. a tall body mirror. Only thing I can do is turn it around so they can walk into the wall, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> say take take a blanket and just like throw it on top of it (laughs) but i don't have any mirrors in my room the only mirrors technically is the uh tv reflection if you count that but look listen in the horror world that is enough we didn't see see, too many things come out of tv i can probably name five off my head we got samara ass from the ring we got the poltergeist that's from death uh by temptation like my ass would probably be dead because i sleep with the tv on when i was my boyfriend he doesn't allow he doesn't let me see with the tv on he'll wake up off the sleep and be like alexa turn the tv off and i'll be mad you telling alexa to turn the tv off because i be having the remote Oh, well. <laughs> so he'll like be like, Alexa, turn the TV off and it'll turn it off. And I might be still be awake because, you know, I'm an insomniac. So I'll be up at three o'clock in the morning and I might be watching something and he'll wake up and tell Alexa to turn the TV off like I'm not watching TV. Rude. Be pissed. <laughs> but no, I'll see with the TV on. Like I'll pick like a cooking show or something or I'll pick some show that I've watched over and over and again, like a comfort show and I'll fall asleep watching that. Oh, you don't want to know what I fall asleep to. Uh-uh. All right, guys. I either <laughs> prefer on YouTube there are animated scary stories what? or creepy pastas. I love it. I'll be knocked the F out. Either that or I'm turning on forensic files. That male so, voice will put me right out. If I don't want to listen to people talk, then I'll turn on um binaural beats on YouTube and mm. I'll listen to stuff in like five five fifty-two hertz. Mm-hmm. And that will like put me to sleep. But for, for lately, it's been this baking show, like the Great Britain baking show, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I like baking. And then Vampire Diaries. Because I think for me, the stories that I listen to and the Forensic Files, man, all of their voices are deep. 
So it was like a melody for me. And I'd be hearing what they saying. It'd be some messed up stuff, but I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> no, nah, I see. see. I fuck around and have a dream about this, though. I and can't. I don't. I, my dreams be pleasant. Don't ask me how I do this. I guess I'm <laughs> God's favorite. I don't know, but I'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, night night. <laughs> but yeah, moral of the story, cover your mirrors. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm try to remember tonight. Because I actually will tell you, I don't have, uh, my mirrors are out she in don't. like the living room. Yeah, she really don't. <laughs> <laughs> See me, I'm a Libra. I'm vain, a teach. I can't help it. That full body mirror, I love it. It wasn't always in there. I will say that. It wasn't always in there. We just started, we just moved it in there because it's like the way my bedroom is, it perfectly fits in this little port that I'm pretty sure a stand-up dresser was probably in before but the mirror perfectly fits there so we just put it there and usually like if I don't want to be in the bathroom that's where I like do my makeup and my hair sitting on the floor while the tv is on because the sun shines in just perfectly it's just the vibe but let the sun shine oh my gosh sorry look at you (laughs) oh I normally do printing on you. So actually, I always do that. I just never say it out loud because I never want to interrupt you. (laughs) Oh, girl, you're fine. But I was just happy that you dropped a horror reference. I'm proud. (laughs) I could drop a tear right now. (laughs) But yeah, Pearl tries to bring Cynthia into the fold because I told y'all earlier, Pearl is a psychic. And apparently this is a gift that gets passed down to all the women in the family. She also warns her to stay away from everything, the house, the crew, the dog, all that. Don't go over the whole time and still on brand. She knows what's going on, but hasn't told her daughter. There is a whole deleted scene where they kind of give you more than what we see later. But like I said, I'll link that down below and y'all can spend 30 minutes watching all those deleted scenes. But Exploring a memory box, she pulls out a picture of her and her late lover, Jimmy. And while she's reminiscing on the day she told him not to go to the meeting because she read his hands, she seen he had a break in his lifeline. She didn't want him to go. But, you know, he you know how me and B sometimes they be like, I don't believe in that. I'm gonna go anyway. You're gonna see me tonight, shoddy. But um, her suspicions are confirmed when the same photo that she's holding moves it's just like the georgie photo in the original it i know you haven't seen that movie but you survivors y'all know what i'm talking about and she just no she ain't with that no 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 hello but guess what cynthia ass disobeying her mother goes to meet up with the gang in the house with the dog (laughs) and while exploring the basement after finding what looks like blood and a thumping floor why would you go in the basement like and then what else was that gonna be guys what else is red and thick? Paint. Why would paint be seeping out of the walls of this I'm condemned just, ass building? No, I know, just, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, what else could you have possibly thought this was? I'm just but also gang, trying to figure out why they didn't lock their doors. Like, she just walked right in that bitch. She did. She definitely did. I ain't even think about that. Lock doors. I know he'd be like, no locked doors, but no locked doors. (laughs) (laughs) So the gang, along with the aid of Bones, find a body and realize it's Jimmy Bones' body and that he was actually murdered, finding a butterfly knife. They call it the switchblade in the movie, but it's a butterfly knife. 
in his chest, along with his diamond ring on his finger, confirming that, yeah, that's him. Tia wants to call the police, but in fear the club might get shut down, the boys make them all agree to keep quiet and they rebury the remains. Now, let's take a time out, guys, because as y'all know me, when we do our shows, y'all know I do extensive research. Sometimes I'll listen to my... Um, other podcasts and that being some of you none of you that I think listen to this podcast fall in this category so you guys are safe you can take a breath because you know I'm about to get in that ass real quick um this is why he comes after them it was some podcasts I was listening to they was like I don't understand why he went after the teenagers they didn't do anything no nigga this is why he came after them okay so look listen first of all besides them coming up in the building and disturbing his final resting place that's first where you went wrong patrick wanting to open this nightclub and make the neighborhood great again and making a profit off of it was a problem think of it like freddie y'all you know how freddie don't come about and city start talking about him and thinking about him and obsessing over him and messing up in either going in the boiler room or going where his burial ground is. That's how he comes up. That's the same thing with bones, right? They all up in his house. They feed in this dog, this meat. And the icing on the cake, well, it's two. I, no, here we go. The icing on the cake is them deciding not to say anything when they realize that he was murdered. Instead, they go on about their business. And then the decorations on the icing of the cake was when Maurice's ass broke his finger and took his diamond ring. You exactly. definitely was going to get touched. Exactly. Now do y'all understand why he went after the gang? So if if not for all the other things you said, definitely for the fact that he broke his fucking finger. Right. I'm just like, did you not, what did you think was going to happen? You know, like y'all could have said like, something. Y'all could have went and y'all still could have had y'all club. They probably just would have had y'all moving somewhere else. I don't know. But y'all could have said so. it's a dead body in hello? the building. I don't care how old this body is. There is a dead body in the building. Why, Why would you even body? Want? No, actually, yes, <laughs> but no. <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> Patrick and Cynthia are having a conversation about him winning over her parents, to which she replies, she never knew her father. <laughs> We're here every week, y'all. Y'all know y'all like laughing at us. Don't even trip, okay? But her mother doesn't really even speak on him, you know? So, but yeah, her mom doesn't even speak on him. And even then, you find out in the deleted scenes that I keep mentioning, Jimmy didn't even know she was pregnant when he got killed. And that is so, oh, that's heartbreaking. I know this is a movie, but that's always just so heartbreaking. That because she wasn't even showing. Mm-mm, not at all. So she ends up getting spooked by Jimmy's presence and tells Patrick that she isn't ready to take things to the next level with it. She just kind of makes it up. She just, she don't want to throw him off too bad. So, you know, respectfully and heavy on the respectfully, he leaves her alone to sleep for the night. This is cut with Pearl holding a session with a few of her clients. A spirit disguised as Patrick gets in the bed with Cynthia and starts fondling her, eventually attacking her at the same time that Pearl receives a message from the other side, prompting her to get the fuck, go over to that house and snatch her daughter and bring her <laughs> ass home. <laughs> Cynthia, she really I know she's in there. The fuck out of her. She, she really do. And she it's like Beyonce lost in this Like, 
that's how my mama snatched me up. Like, I know them snatches was real, okay? <laughs> I do have to say, I did like the bloody bed scene. Actually, this whole little scene as a whole, I was feeling it. Because it was like, you're getting these. It really, I've never had a premonition. I don't know how that go. I have deja vu a lot, but obviously it's not like a premonition. No, but it's not. if you told me that, I would believe it because it's cut very well. Like, I liked it. But Pearl tells the gang one more time that if they stay in this house for one more night, that's definitely going to be the end. But guess what? They don't listen. They proceed to stay in the house. And then, ooh, girl, Patrick brings his father to see the newly renovated club. (laughs) Girl. And that's where you fucked up. Okay, because Pinky jumped out. Okay. He said, you sell it back. He dropped his keys. (laughs) Oh my God. He was so pissed. Cause at first he didn't know what was going on, but then he started seeing his surroundings. He said, wait a minute, this looking too familiar. And then when he seen what he was, he thought he was fucking with him. He said, no, what happened was, you know how I told y'all earlier that Lupovich popped up trying to figure out why Jeremiah sold the house and he ain't know what was going on. Well, he didn't know what was going on because he was able to Patrick was able to acquire the space from his dad's company without him knowing because he did it through a broker. So he knew Jeremiah wasn't going to know who bought it. And he was like, no, you need to sell that shit back. They'll buy it back from you. Please. No. <laughs> no. So while Pinky, not Pinky, see? <laughs> <laughs> while he's going off in the streets, he sees Shotgun and Pearl, which makes him have another flashback that takes us to the actual meeting. And what happens is, Lupovich and Eddie Mack are trying to get Jimmy to leave the numbers running game behind and join this drug train, which is crack. Jimmy, he held note that y'all not about to sell drugs in this hood. And if y'all is, I bet not see it. No, 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 it's a no-go. I don't want to be a part of this. Not feeling being rejected, Eddie Mack and Lupovich stick up the place and, oh my gosh, they force Jimmy to smoke the product anyway, right? And naturally, he's going to tweak. In the midst of him tweaking, Pearl walks in and he brandishes his butterfly knife, accidentally swiping Lupovich and Lupovich pops him, which also has Eddie trigger happy and they light him up. Unfortunately, this, I think, I think he got about seven or eight shots. But Lupovich, not wanting to be the only one responsible, convinces Eddie and all of the other associates in the room, so that Shotgun, Jeremiah, and Pearl, to all take turns stabbing him to death. Pearl, she don't want to do it. Everybody else does it. And you can tell, like, Jimmy, like, what the fuck? First of all, first of all, (laughs) why are y'all listening to this white man? I would have snitched, baby. (laughs) I would have been like, this nigga did it. Fuck that crack. I don't care. This nigga did it. Call 911. The neighborhood would have had y'all back. Like, Uh, absolutely not. Because if it was Jimmy, just like I said, it's a hood hero, right? He's well-respected in the community. If y'all would have said what happened, everybody would have believed y'all. And Lupovich's cricket self would have went to jail. Y'all probably, Eddie Mac, you was definitely going down. Um, The rest of y'all three, I don't know what would have happened to y'all. Jimmy would have been in the hospital, so he probably would have been fine. Pearl, I don't know what would have happened to you. Jeremiah, you was jealous. So at some point, you was probably going (laughs) to get your karma. But why was y'all listening to this white man? Can y'all answer that? Man, they were scared. They were scared. Anyway, (laughs) 
Pearl, she don't want to do it. She like, she rather just get killed instead of killing the love of her life. And I feel you, girl, because I wouldn't be able to do it either. So Jimmy makes it easier and forces himself on the knife. And afterwards, I felt they... bad though because when she lifted up that knife, it looked like she's about to stab herself. But he like, yeah, oh, fuck that. and then he that's what himself. I was thinking too. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking that too. Because girl, probably me too. We just would have both had to die. I mean, because <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not stabbing my baby. But he ain't gonna hesitate if I tell him Shank son. Okay, y'all need to know. Anyway, they strip Pearl of her dress, wrapping Jimmy in it, and using the brownstone building as his own tomb. And that's why it's been closed for all of this time. Closed, quote unquote. <laughs> so now it's opening night at the Ilbient, which I still think they should have picked another name. But I digress. Yeah, I didn't like that name. It yeah. apparently. Is something behind that name that doesn't have anything to do with the movie, but because of that, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, it just, it just was random as hell. Yeah, I'm like it. It low key feels two thousand, but still, I, I the pound, the dog pound, the boneyard. As corny as those names sound, I would have been down with it because yeah. <laughs> Seeing his ring on Maurice's finger, Bones as the dog transforms into a beautiful black woman, complete with the natural curls. I said, beautiful, just beautiful. You're gorgeous. I know you're a demon, but good job. <laughs> Obviously, this lures Maurice away from the DJ booth. Now, <clears throat> Getting on my soapbox. First off, again, I said this last week. Are you niggas really that dumb? <laughs> you didn't yes. think anything was wrong. How to win is having, yeah, her own natural fan. <laughs> Where was the wind coming from, Maurice? You she didn't think Beyonce. that was a problem. You know, Beyonce got a personal fan. Okay. Even when y'all got to the second floor and it was still flawlessly flouncing in the wind, you didn't, you just, you was horny. Okay. Okay. Ooh, let me tell you about this dream I had. It actually <laughs> wasn't a dream. This was a real situation. So you notice how like when she turned that corner and all you saw was like the black scarf floating mm-hmm. like that. So one time I was in my room at my parents' house. I want to say I was like in middle school. I was asleep. My mom came in the room and whenever they come in the room, I automatically wake up because the sound of them opening the door scares me. But you know, when you like get scared awake, it's like that twilight period. Yeah. So there was something floating across my door, looked exactly like the scarves that was floating, but instead of it being black, it was white. And I freaked out because it was over top of my mother's head. I was like, mom, what is that? What is that? She was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's something over your head. And then she left me, closed the door and left me in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I ran out after her because I was like, you just going to leave me in there? She was like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> They'll let mm-hmm. it get you, not me. I was so mad. But yeah, oh, wow. that thing floating, her scarf floating like that reminded me of that time that something was floating in my room like that. I'm just saying like, first of all, <laughs> why are your mama doing I'm trying not to laugh because damn, I bring it up I all know. the time. And she like, I'm like, why did you close the door and leave me? She was like, because and like, let it get you, not me. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. She was like, because mm-hmm. you can see it. I can't see it. So I'm going to get up out of here. I was mad. <laughs> Take me with you. 
<laughs> and this is what we be talking about when we say parents believe your kids when they say that they be seeing shit okay and that's why i said all this was on brand very on brand your mom <laughs> belongs in a horror movie she would work perfectly in a nightmare on elm street okay and a few other movies <laughs> but um mr maurice because you want to be a horn dog this is what you get he got mauled to death by the dog after it transforms back from the woman this completes jimmy's resurrection and um meanwhile ready to switch up sets bill sends patrick to find maurice because he's been gone for a long time bill been djing this whole thing we supposed to be resurrection bros not bro like thinking he's probably boning some chick he found He's sadly mistaken as he witnesses Bones, the dog, still mauling the dead body of Maurice. He gets confirmation when Bones recites the same line Maurice did earlier. And I didn't mention it because it was really a relevant part of the movie. They only did this for you to remember that he said this. <laughs> and he says, the gangster of love don't eat no fried chicken. Now, look, I ain't like this effect. This was the only effect in the movie I ain't like. That looks so bad. Yeah, and that was literally the only effect because even when um, when Jimmy Bones appears as like an apparition and apparition in the smoke and like all of that, like behind people, that all looks good. But this, I didn't like that at all. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Bones begins to charge at Patrick, cornering him. And oh my gosh, I know you haven't seen this movie, but my survivors that have, y'all already know, this was the most beautiful homage to Suspiria by Dario Argento as the dog burps a ton of maggots that eventually Bruh. seep through the floor Bruh. from the ceiling of the club, just Bruh. everywhere. Bruh. <laughs> ah! Ooh, I don't know whenever. We're going to cover Suspiria, but I can't wait. I really enjoyed that movie. I haven't seen the remake yet. I think Miss Mill. Yeah, I think Miss Mill wouldn't advise I watch the uh, remake. Let me know, Mill. I know. First of all, Mill is the Giallo queen, even though this isn't Giallo, but I know she's seen these movies. But let me know, girl, if the remake is worth my time. Fully resurrected, Jimmy sets the club on fire, airing out the club, and begins his rampage. But first, he got to get his ring back, and I stand a petty king, because me too. <laughs> Outside the club, Pearl sees Jimmy's spirit in the doorway, as Shotgun tells her they should have done this a long time ago. In the safety of their home, Pearl finally admits to Cynthia that Jimmy Bones was her father. Going back to shotgun, because this nigga guilty, drinking <laughs> his guilt away, by the way. Jimmy visits him and questions, why did you turn on me? Like, you could have helped me. You could have done something. But it's cool because the debt's paid as the Jimmy slashes shotgun's throat to the tune of Sweet Chariot. I'm like, damn. Should it is something when you had the chance? Patrick, later at home, confronts his father, demanding to know his involvement with Jimmy Bones. And Jeremiah admits to betraying Bones. And, you know, he was just trying to make some money. I told y'all earlier, this nigga was jealous. And I don't never look good on nobody, okay? Jeremiah was talking about he ain't want to live in Bones' shadow no more. And once Jimmy was taken care of, 
this nigga was letting drugs up in the neighborhood and that's how he got rich and was able to move him and his family out to the suburbs and and i don't know if y'all peeped but obviously y'all gotta know that patrick and bill had a different mama which she was shown in the flashbacks and this is what kanye meant when he said when he get on he leave your ass for a white girl (laughs) see Mm. it's cool it's not cool but bones is still on his rampage and let me tell you something remember i told y'all about that scientific method this is where a lot of that gets tested wheeze and stink gets theirs because like i said they fucked around and found out (laughs) and he ain't waste no time y'all so busy talking about eddie mac don't like nobody coming around with the razzle dazzle bones about to show y'all the real razzle dazzle okay also side note i think i'm about to start saying negligence Cause for some reason that cracked me up and I liked it. So if y'all catch me saying that now, you know where I got it from. <laughs> Eddie Mac is busy fooling around with snowflake tickling her pink tweeter. <laughs> Yo, this movie funny. This movie had me out, but he's surprised when he finds snowflake dead and disposed in a trash can. Thinking somebody fucking around with him. He also fucks around and finds out when he sees Jimmy is back. Um, okay, you know, I know that this blood was really red. It doesn't bother me, but I loved the like I liked the way it was getting sliced all the way up to the eight ball. For some reason, I felt like there was some poetry in that, some drug poetry. I don't know. Somebody let me know. Or if I'm reaching, I don't know. But, you know, holla at me. Emptying the clip on the resurrected Jimmy, who obviously eats every single bullet. Why would you? Why are y'all shooting at ghosts? You know that nigga did. Why would you shoot at him? What did you think that was going to do? I just, I don't understand. <laughs> like, John A is pissed because we do, we go through this. I'll be fucking wasting bullets. Like, what is at happening? At this point, I'm just tired of repeating myself. So, you're just <laughs> going to get a deep sigh from me whenever. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I got you because Jimmy handled it. He sends army of shards of mirror glass towards Eddie Mac, pinning him to the wall and finally decapitates him. Keeping the head alive because it contains the soul, he has Eddie lure Lupovich to hell, aka the city of the dead, and does the same thing to him after making him smoke the same product alongside a Texas chainsaw reference, hooking him up on the meat hook and a nightmare on Elm Street reference being in the boiler room in general. I'm just like, Ernest Dickerson, I know you're a horror fan and I love it and I appreciate everything you did in this movie because I saw the vision, honey, and we just, still need that director's cut. I'm just, just laughing and like this whole entire part where he just carrying around homeboy head. Like, he popped him into the wall. He was like, oh, you just gonna bang my shit up like that? <laughs> yes, because you loud. Shut this up. metaphysical <laughs> shit. Why we gotta do this metaphysical shit? <laughs> I killed you. You killed me. We even. No, nigga. I wrote that in my notes because I was like, <laughs> Eddie Mac's commentary is just making this whole scene 20 times better than it already was. But in the meantime, Pearl receives a vision gaining knowledge that Jeremiah is next. And she goes with Cynthia to their house, but it's already too late. Pearl and Cynthia, along with the rest of the Pete family, see nothing in Jeremiah's office but a melted hole in the window. What the fuck they got gates for? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
Jimmy brings Jeremiah back to his old house, along with the heads of Lupovich and Eddie Mac. Jimmy sticks Lupovich inside the city of hell and Jimmy first sticks Lupovich inside the city of the dead. And then Eddie Mac, who thought shit was sweet. I don't know why you, what you thought she was just going to be the, the bodiless sidekick. Like what, what is <laughs> about to happen, sir? Like, no. <laughs> whole time jeremiah he ain't trying to know he just like damn this shit like damn but jeremiah tries to bargain with jimmy but since he cannot give jimmy his life back he sends him straight to the city of dead first of all why was he fucking with him sticking him in and out there's a chip ain't it that's my favorite (laughs) part Snoop is funny as hell. I don't care what nobody say. Also, I didn't, I meant to say this earlier as well. When this movie came out, even though this movie didn't do well, Snoop had two movies on the box office row, honey. He had this and Training Day. And Training Day, I think, was like top five in the theater when it came out. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. But y'all better put respect on Unk name, okay? Y'all be trying to say he just be in movies acting like himself. Okay, and what? Because some of y'all can't even act like y'all selves. So now what? Mm. It's quiet. Ain't no back talk. <laughs> so while all this is going on, Patrick, Cynthia, and Pearl, and Bill, all go underground and find that Jimmy Bones' body has disappeared. Hmm. On the way, Pearl tells them that there's blood somewhere. Somewhere is keeping them connected to this realm. So they got to find that. Cynthia mentions that there was a dress along with the now missing body in which Pearl's like, oh, that was the dress I had on that day that they wrapped him up in. We got to find and destroy that dress. I'm actually so mad that they uh, yanked that dress off of her like that. But yeah, because at the same time, Snoop is bigger than her. How was that going to even cover him? Like, what the... I don't think it was meant to cover him. It had blood on it. So they had to... yeah. Got you. I thought they like wrapped him in it. I'm like, what? First of all, what was that gonna wrap? His arm? Like, nah, they was trying to bury the evidence. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said that. I'm like, dude, wait. Okay. And she was laying all up in that blood. And she was. Cause I mean, Lupovich had blood on him too, but he probably just changed the jacket because I think it was just more on his shirt. You know what I mean? Um, and also, uh, I got something to say, but let me say this first. As they look for Jimmy, Pearl sees the elevator and goes into it going upstairs. When she gets off the elevator and walks into a room that's filled with candles, she feels the energy of the room and has another flashback as Jimmy appears to her and puts the bloody dress on her. Now, look, I'm going to say this. Pearl crawled so Lorraine Warren can run. And y'all going to put some respect on Pearl's name. John, I know you ain't seen The Conjuring 3 yet, but it will all make sense when you see it. But I need y'all to recognize that it's always a Black woman that's the blueprint, okay? I want to say, but I but I don't know what happened in The Third Conjuring, but I already knew that I heard visions and stuff. It was giving me yeah. the same vibes. Yeah, because I can't, honestly, I can't remember the conjuring too and i remembered them but i can't remember like lorraine's power i didn't know if this was like a new power unlocked in the conjuring because it seemed like this was like no she had she she had those visions before i think it was i don't remember if it was the first or second one maybe it was the one they were in the house Mm -hmm. and she could see 
you're right you're right now now that you're saying it actually you know what yeah because it's definitely that yeah okay yeah 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 my memory is jogged now even though i think i'm merging the two movies together but you know probably what? so what but either because way so much i know she got visions yeah <laughs> patrick cynthia and bill head to the second floor when they see a ghostly maurice who leads Bill in the wrong direction where he's captured and killed. Now that was all your fault because why the fuck would you follow him? You knew he was dead. You well, knew. Actually, well, yeah. No, you, they knew because they were well, okay. the ambulance so, after the party and it's just them three. Oh, the ambulance. Y'all okay. knew he was I, dead. I missed the ambulance. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, and even, and, uh, even Patrick told his daddy that, um, Patrick told his daddy, he was like, Maurice is dead. Cynthia told her mama Maurice was dead. And it was Patrick, Cynthia, I mean, Patrick, Tia, and Bill that was all three in the ambulance with no Maurice. So y'all niggas knew he was dead. Why well, Bill was just hopeful. You yeah, know, Cynthia like, and Nick. Khalil ain't follow. Right. Because so. she, well, I mean, now, listen, now I'm going to say this now. Whoever went back and ADR these lines throughout this movie, y'all need to get popped because I could tell. <laughs> it was so many times people, either it was just like the volume was too loud or you can just tell that's not what they said. And it was like redubbed. And I was just like, y'all need to be popped for that. But um, Cynthia and Patrick finally make their way to where Pearl and Jimmy are. And Jimmy dancing with his girl, Pearl, invites his daughter to share the moment. But Patrick, he finally, somebody got smart. Patrick (laughs) knows that this is a trap. But distracted, Patrick hears his father's voice begging for his help from the city of the dead. And Patrick, because I would too, Patrick hesitates because he's like, what the fuck is this? And because he did, Jeremiah reaches out and chokes him. Okay, Joe Jackson. And because of this, Patrick chops his arm off as he disappears into the city of dead forever. (laughs) Patrick now goes after Jimmy, who hems him up by the throat as Cynthia begs him to be let go. Now, to be fair, this is what you asked for, Patrick. You wanted to meet the daddy here you go pimp and it kind of made me think of that you know when daddies meet the boyfriend they always gotta be extra i don't have that issue what i thought of my daddy just talk your head off but my daddy uh -uh. my daddy's intimidating and he's intimidating in like a sinister way because he does it very sweet but you know he not fucking around like my daddy will take you out to the garage and i don't know what happens in that garage but i know niggas straighten up yeah nah my yeah that don't happen my dad would just sit you down be talking to you be asking all these questions and stuff and based off the questions he asks you he'll create a profile for you and if uh, you don't align with that if you your profile is like off he'll tell you know how like fbi profile people my daddy be doing that based off of conversations he has and it won't even be like he won't even ask you like crazy questions it's just like normal conversational questions just to Mm. see where your head is at and if your head Ain't in the right place. He was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> Pearl finally snaps out of her trance, realizing what is happening, and gets Jimmy's attention by calling him, saying she loves him as she sets herself and the dress on fire. Jimmy tries to save her, which, you know, kills them both. Patrick and Cynthia barely escape the building before the whole building collapses. So before I just jumping... why she didn't just burn the dress and not herself and the dress because i don't know like 
Take that girl, bitch off. You right. You right. Like, why yeah, I don't know why she why didn't take it off. Fire? Yeah, that is a good question. I guess she could have just took it off because he did kind of like supernaturally put it on her. Unless she just didn't want to be naked again. <laughs> because this is another thing that a lot of people missed. Um, when they jump to safety, Cynthia gets snatched the fuck up before she's able to jump. So that's why she jumps last. And then why he ain't catch her when she fell down that sh- when she jumped down the shaft? Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I got that. But he was waiting. He oh, was no, I, that wasn't for you, but I was oh. just saying, like a lot of people missed that. I don't know why the fuck he didn't catch her, but I know that um when both of them both jumped to the ground, and it could just be because I blew out my knee last year. So now I'm just literally scared of anything that looks like that. I just kept grabbing my knee. I was just like, why are y'all landing like this? Like and that pissed do y'all me not off. care. First, it pissed me off because he landed like that. The second thing that pissed me off is when she finally jumped down or fell down or whatever, he ain't catch her. And she could have busted herself up. I mean, she should have just left him where he was at because he ain't catch her. I have a case for Cynthia, but I'll get there in like 20 seconds. (laughs) Outside, Patrick finds the same old picture of Jimmy and Pearl as Jimmy face turns to him and says, doggy dog boy. But it's um, a little too late because that's when Patrick realizes that Cynthia has Jimmy's blood inside of her, which now means she's possessed by her daddy as she smiles at him and vomits out a mouth full of maggots into his face. Uh, disgusting and that is the end of bones this is the story of jimmy bones hard as nails black as stones <laughs> i loved it i had so much fun with this movie like yeah um obviously you can tell it's a 2000s movie but that yeah. stuff like that don't bother me. The effects that I gushed over throughout the whole dang thing. I liked it. And it was really upsetting me and my homegirls when people was just like, I don't get this. I don't get this. They literally, despite a whole bunch of scenes being deleted that I feel we still need to see um, in full, not just as deleted scenes. Everything was there for you. Like, I don't understand what y'all don't get about stop coming up in people's resting places and fucking it up. And why would you not report a dead body? Like, yes, I'm coming. If I, if I, God forbid, if I'm ever somewhere and some niggas found my body and they just leave me, yes, I'm coming for you. You should have said something. I'm somebody's daughter. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Well, (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) Why do I always do that? I did that in the um in the clubhouse room. I was like, I liked it. <laughs> it's probably like how you know how people be like, so or it's probably like your like comfort word before you figure out your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any problems with this movie besides that man prosthetics. That shit mm. pissed me off. But it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Early 2000s. I'm just still mad at the fact that. I didn't know about this movie. Because I love the cast. Right? Like, everybody, I don't feel like anybody was lacking. You know how usually it's always that one or two or somebody who back probably hurt from carrying the whole daggone movie. <laughs> but um, 
that really wasn't the case here. It wasn't. Everyone, you know, equally played their part. Yeah. This movie, wow. This movie got a 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb and a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus, y'all some haters. <laughs> 23%. Right, y'all some haters. What do you rate Bones? I'm giving it a 75. A 75. Yes. Um, I played with my rating with this one a lot. And I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a 78 because actually, no, fuck that. I'm giving it an 80 because those effects save the movie. It's not like this movie is not bad at all. Like I'm trying to, I was really trying to figure out, like, was I hyping this movie up or <laughs> am I missing something? Why don't you people like this movie? Because I really like it. So I'm going to sit on my 80. I liked it. You know one. what I don't like? fucking paint for blood oh my god that pisses me off every single time (laughs) (laughs) now i think and i don't know this for real because there are going to be a lot of horror movies where we come across this now in some cases they have to do it because the mpaa will knock them out for having real some people can get away with it some people can you know we black so you already know they you already know how they do us so i think that's why they had that type of blood in this one because in demon night it's like it's zombies and demons so it's more like darker it's more yeah and then with the lighting as well of demon night it's kind of the blood kind of looks more purple because even um i know you haven't seen the you probably i don't know if you've seen this movie but i don't think you have seen the movie psycho yet you know like which psycho that movie the original psycho the the original one oh yeah Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, obviously that movie didn't even have to be in black and white. We definitely had color by then, but he just wanted to take the cheaper route and make it black and white. And so since he did that, all the blood in that movie is not red at all. It's chocolate syrup. Not chocolate syrup. Yes, but to and then us, would have been it looked like deep red day. blood. Because why are you covering me in chocolate syrup? But I mean, it has the same effect as <laughs> blood. It's sticky, it's thick, or but just like current, been pissed. current syrup. That's not a word. Current syrup, <laughs> corn syrup, <laughs> like they use in Carrie, like Billy Loomis told us in Scream. But yeah, I mean, you know, the wonderful world of horror, you got to make it work. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm telling you, if someone had me in chocolate like that, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> You ready to head on down to the souvenir shop? Get on down, get on down the road. Let's hit it. It seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop. I y'all, for this souvenir shop, I actually, I was really trying to make my own souvenir. And I could not think of anything I wanted besides like club passes. But I was just like, that's not fun. So the um, album art for this one it's Snoop Dogg's face and his eyes are like piercing yellow, right? And I just feel like if you look at it and anywhere you move, he's staring at you. So it's kind of weird, right? And I'm just like, I mean, the only thing I could think of is this would make a badass poster. Especially if you wanted to be creepy and like cut the eye holes out and spy on people. I don't do that, but I'm just saying I've seen Girl. it. <laughs> but it would scare me. And I think that's pretty cool. So what I do want to say, though, is that the club 
that they actually in the building was very dope. So I wouldn't mind having a club that's on brand. Yeah. Like if it was fully functioning. I wonder like... Well, I know the house. Okay, so they built the house because clearly you see that house. It looked big, but it don't look as big as it looked on the inside. Or so what they did. House. Yeah, now that will work. I would like that. I'm always down for a haunted house. Because you know, that architecture was nice. I really like the architecture. Yeah, same. You ready to run parking announcements? Yes, ma'am. Okay, y'all, the cookout is over. Um, make sure y'all pick up all y'all litter. Don't be litter in this place because we don't play that. Um, Scully will tear that ass up. Thank you. <laughs> but y'all can get ready. Don't forget, sign up and register yourself for Camp 180. And I'm going to actually tell y'all the movies that we're going to I'm in charge of arts month. and crafts. <laughs> what arts and crafts they going to be doing? We're making horror blankets. Oh my gosh. If y'all don't know, Johnny's dead ass serious. She really makes blankets. <laughs> we can have beading time with me and ghost stories, beads and stories. <laughs> That's my department and swimming. Oh, yeah. But next month, July is five weeks long, y'all. So we're going to be at camp for a hot ass minute. So y'all better get ready. Y'all better get y'all sunscreen, y'all swimsuits, whatever y'all blink, whatever y'all need. Because we're going to be covering 1981's The Burning, 1978's Piranha. My favorite, and John A hasn't seen this movie yet, and I've been doing a good job at keeping her away from this movie, and I can't wait until she sees Sleepaway Camp 1983, and we're going to have a special host for that one, but I'm going to keep that sh 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 for right now, and then we're going to do 2017's Ruin Me and 1980s friday the 13th so it's gonna be a really good month y'all i'm super excited because y'all know one thing about horror movies you're gonna find a campsite somewhere and you know it's going to be a good time but if you need a rundown of that list again you can visit us at our instagram what's that johnny at d180 podcast and when you go there, you can look at the park themes. You can see the past ones if you want to backdate some episodes. And you can probably see our future ones because sometimes I'd be putting them up early and I just don't be saying anything. But if you was already on, you would have knew that already because you can see the entire park list for the rest of the season up until October. If you got any suggestions for August or September, you can go ahead and hit us up at Destination180Podcast at gmail.com or if you want to suggest themes for season two or if you just want to give us feedback if you would like to guest host that's a good way to reach out to us as well other than that uh, in the meantime y'all can get prepared for next week when we watch the burning that is streaming right now for the free on tubi no excuses honey oh um don't be feeding no stray dogs y'all found a dead body y'all better say something don't bring it over here to me, though. Don't bring it in the park. Don't play that. <laughs> Yo, what if somebody really bought a piece of a dead body in a backpack in the park? I'd be pissed. I'd be like, like security. We up in the security. Security. <laughs> 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 we didn't check these bags. Like how people be like taking their ashes to Disney World to drop in the Haunted Mansion. Why? There's so many bodies in the Haunted Mansion. Why are y'all doing that? No, but see, Disney, what they do is they thoroughly clean it every day. 
So your family's ashes is no longer in the haunted mansion. Okay, but they spirit is probably still there. How is y'all doing that? Alright, we gonna stop fussing with y'all. Y'all just just know, don't play that. We up in the security. Alright, survivors. We'll see you soon. Do so.